BT and Julio G He likes the Pats, I like the Jets Hoping we can win some bets To Bay and Sports, we have a blast Running fast like we in the flats Yankees talk, we do it all Don't forget about basketball Hockey too, begin the brawl Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to MLB Weekly Scorecard. I'm sorry we haven't been around for a little bit, but now we are back and getting to baseball as August is about to end and September is about to begin, and that means playoff baseball is right around the corner. So, as always, welcome you back. I'm Bobby Thompson. I'm Julian Gillardi, and yeah, we're sorry about the baseball Laps. It's just we've had a lot of football stuff going. We've also had some trips we've taken various times. We weren't together and stuff. But um, I was in Philly over the weekend. I'll talk about this quickly because there's more pressing matters right now. But basically, the Phillies were playing the Padres in the game they really needed to have. The Padres aren't playing for anything. And the Phillies, they started off good, 3 nothing. Eflin, Eflin did not pitch well, but he had an RBI, actually. So they were 2 nothing after two innings. And JT Real Mudo hit a bomb. He's been heating up. He's definitely getting very hot, which is great for me and my team and the Phillies. So um, JT did that. But then the wheels fell off for Eflin. The Padres had a hit. Marga had an RBI. Naylor had a two-run RBI, 3-3. In the fourth inning, everything just unraveled. Eflin couldn't finish the inning. Pavetta came in. He was no better. Gave up two runs of his own. So, basically, the Phillies never recovered from the fourth inning, and they end up losing a game that they shouldn't have lost. Yeah, that um, that game was pretty crazy. You know, you have a you have a three nothing lead, and then it just gets destroyed like that. You can't have it. But I will admit, Jules, that Real Muto has really been on a tear as of late. Also, somebody who's been Starting to prove himself in Philly, you know Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. I do want to say a couple a couple days ago, um, he hit that walk off grand slam right. that, and you saw just how happy he was. He was so and he was complimenting the fans in Philly, and it's, and it's really funny. Uh, real quick, that game there was a video on Twitter that somebody was filming him after he went 0 and 3, and they're filming him walking back to the dugout. They go 0 and 3, 330 million dollars for an 0 and 3 hitter, and he went on to say. Excuse my language. Shut the fuck up. And then right after he said it, he hit a walk-off grand slam. So, you know what? He's starting to look good. That game you went – I will say this. The game you went to was crazy, was mm-hmm. uh, something. Yeah. Real, but <clears throat> it was it was something. Yeah. Something to watch. And Kirby Yates shut the door, one of the best closers in the game. I got to watch him throw in the bullpen. There's a vi- I posted a video to GNT. He was, he's been bringing it. 34 saves on the season. He struck out a batter, no runs. They did get Segura on got hit by a pitch, but there was to no avail. Citizens Bank Ballpark's a beautiful park. I recommend it. It's only two hours from here. Especially if you're a Mets fan, Mets-Phillies is probably really cool. Yankees-Phillies, I think, might actually be happening next year from what I heard. So maybe we'll go on down and check our boys out hmm. in Philly. We'll have to see what's up with that. But, um... A lot of great stuff in this game. Lamett pitched a good game for the Padres. Six innings, three runs, six Ks, quality start. And he got the job done after those two rough innings. He settled in, and the Phillies couldn't get anything going. But like you said, Bryce Harper starting to earn that money a little bit. 
he's getting close to 100 RBIs. The average, I think, at this point, we just have to expect that he's not a 300 hitter anymore. Yeah. That's what it's looking. It's just like, based off what we've seen the last few years, it just doesn't look like that's in the cards for him anymore. Mm -hmm. But you know what? That's okay, as long as he has his power numbers. Average is less important now than it ever was. It's really all about the long ball these days. And he's doing that somewhat well. 27 homers, but 92 RBIs stands out at me. He's going to set a career high in RBIs, most likely. He actually only had 101 for the first time last year. In his MVP season, he only had 99. Yeah, um, it's it's really disappointing to see Bryce Harper, you know, batting average declining. But you know what? In my opinion, I don't think he's ever been for average. I think he's just an all-around great player. Um, He's really going to have to, especially the contract he signed, he's going to really need to be a lot better and put up a lot of numbers to be worth the $330 million he's making. But, um, you know, I still have – I'm just going to say this. I still have faith in him. Obviously, this year did not start well. He's very – He's this year, in my opinion, I think you could agree with me, Jules, he's been very inconsistent at times. Yeah. I know the other uh, – a few days ago, he was taken out of a game. What was it, for dehydration? Yes, this was actually the day after I was there, and that brings me to another point. Let me tell you guys, that's one of the hottest baseball games I've ever attended in my life. Really? I was drenched in sweat. You could see in the pregame, I was drenched. Literally, I said, disclaimer, this is hot. Remember, one other time, two times that come back to my memory are when I went to Anaheim many years ago. It was probably close to 100 degrees. And then when I went to City Field against the Phillies, one time I was baking. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's just um, what I'm saying about that. But... We're moving on to staying in that division and this wild card race. Let's take a look at this race in the National League. The Phillies, like I said, that's a huge loss for them. They needed to win that game. You have a team coming in that's beat up like the Padres. Tatis was out. He's out for the year now, unfortunately. That's some big news we missed. And he had a chance to win Rookie of the Year, but now it's probably going to go to Pete Alonso, who has been on some other stuff this whole season. Alonso's been playing great ball. He's definitely getting hot again also. So we look at the standings. Phillies and Mets right now are both tied. One and a half games out. Right behind the St. Louis Cardinals, who are very close with the Cubs. So the whole NL Central, NL East, it seems to be what it's coming down to here. The NL West is irrelevant except for the Dodgers, of course, are the best team in baseball. We're going to get into a preview of Yankees-Dodgers. There's a huge series this weekend. Could potentially be a World Series preview and can also decide home field. And can go a long way in deciding home field. Still a month right. left after that, but, you know. So, Philly and Mets are both tied at 66 and 60. These two teams, they really got to make a push, both of them. But the Mets have done. There's been nothing short of incredible. We haven't even talked about it yet. So the Mets were buried the last time we were on this show. We were questioning why Marcus Stroman was acquired. Well, he hasn't even been that good, but the Mets have been great. They've won, they had a stretch where they won 12 or 13. They were beating up on bad teams, but now it's starting to get more legit. They're picking up steam. They've won 20 or 25 ball games. They buried themselves from the abyss they were under, 11 games under 500. We're wagoning through a chair. He went crazy, and since they they fired their pitching coach and hired the 82-year-old Phil Regan, and that's actually done wonders, which I was not to approve. A lot of people were questioning that, including myself. But this Mets team has really seemed to be taking off. That's putting it mildly. They're you playing know, great. <laughs> ever since I feel they got Stroman, and it's amazing that they got to keep Thor and keep Wheeler. Degrom. 
and Wheeler, yeah. yeah. So the, I feel like their pitching staff has always been strong. It just mm-hmm. got extremely stronger. And ever since, you know, they're making a push. They're playing great baseball. And listen, this team is play, under fire. They're getting much better. I like what I see from the Mets. I will say this. I am a believer. I think that they can make the playoffs. I think okay. that if they get there, when they will, I don't think you want to play them. Okay. I think you're gonna teams are actually going to really be concerned to play this team because they, they could come up on you and surprise you, definitely. Yeah, you said a lot of good stuff there. Also with the Mets, Stroman, like I said, he's been a big boost. He was a, he was a big morale booster because they showed the Mets weren't giving up on the season. They could have mailed it in and traded the pitchers. They're like, no, we're going to get help. A lot of people thought it was a 2020 move. I thought that a little bit too. But you know what? It's for this year now. He's going to help them make a push. Even though his ERA is in the mid-fours, he's pitched four games. I give him some time to get going. we got to see what he's about. He's really about to defy He's about to show us what's up. But he also left last game with a hamstring issue after four innings, so we have to monitor that. Although I've heard the latest is that he will make his next start as scheduled. And last night, the more magic for the Mets. Another walk-off by J.D. Davis. We've seen Conforto hit walk-offs. We've seen Alonzo get big hits. Even Ahmed Rosario starting to play like a real player now. He's been playing great. Alonzo has 40 homers. He broke the National League rookie record by Cody Ballinger. 97 ribbies for P already. And we still got a month left. This guy can, can add, can, can Pete Alonzo challenge Aaron Judge's mark of 52. See so you think it can happen. Yeah. Do I do. Think, do you think it'll go down? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh wow. Pete Alonso is something. Take. Pete Alonso is something special. This guy, really, you know, in the beginning of the year, I remember when people would, in fantasy drafts and Julian, you picked him up, and I asked you about <laughs> him. You said, "Just watch. This guy could be really surprising," and you were absolutely right. Um, the, all the guy does is hit. He plays well in the field. He's absolutely tremendous. He's a great all-around guy. And to to me. Pete Alonso to the Mets is what Aaron Judge is to the Yankees, I feel. Okay, okay. So, I, I can respect that. Yeah, so I think that – I definitely think that it's possible for 52. I definitely do. 97 RBIs and it's the, the end of August. I think, in my opinion, I think he's going to have – I'm going to go 131. Wow. I th- yeah, I think he's going to keep going hot. The guy is an absolute stud, uh, and I think he has a very bright future ahead of him. Yeah, I agree, and I thought he was gonna be good, but this good, I can't even take any. I can't, can't credit for this. It's incredible. But you know what it was? I just saw. I don't really take much stock in the spring training that often, but I just saw a couple of bats, and I just saw the bombs this guy was hitting. I'm like, this guy looks like a professional hitter. I don't know why spring training really had that much of an impression on me, but I just felt it with Pete, and I was right, obviously. But you know. I think his number, I could see a 50 and 125 being like the floor for how he ends the season. Yeah. I think it's going to be tough for that judge push. I mean, could it happen? Yeah, it could. He has 13, he needs to hit 13 in around 40 or so games, a little less than 40 now. I mean, it's definitely possible. He's going to need another hot streak to get it going. But we'll have to see. It's exciting to watch. Can a New Yorker take down the other New Yorker's record for the home run record for rookies. It's going to be something to watch on the stretch. But honestly, I think the Mets are more concerned with making the playoffs as they should be. Of course. And I do actually believe with you that the Mets can make this happen. And the last time we did this, I, we were laughing, oh, the Mets are going to make the playoffs. Well, it looks like they actually might just do that. Yeah. So it looks like the Mets heard us. They heard the noise. But um, here's something about the wild card race that's sticking out to me. I want to go through some stuff with you in the National League. Do you 
who do you think has been surprising? Who do you think has been disappointing in the NL? I mean, Milwaukee being three games back in the wild card is really disappointing to me. I expected more from the Brewers. Yelich is a beast, obviously. Their starting pitching has been horrendous. So that's something that's been surprising to me. I was I expected the Brewers to be much better. The Mets have been surprising, and now at this point, I'll have to say, I didn't think this was possible, and they really defy the odds, and they put themselves right back in it. Do so you think it would be a disappointment now if they don't make the playoffs? Yeah. I think so, too, honestly. I, because you know what? They're so good, and now they're just it's starting to fizzle out. And you always see this with teams that are on a hot streak. It doesn't last. It yeah. does not last. And in baseball, anything could happen. You could be the hottest team for the first two months, and then the last few months you are literally down the tubes. We've seen it ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's it's It would be a disappointment. But I will say this. The one thing – there's a few teams here that I'm very, very disappointed with. The one thing I will say is the Cubs. I'm not surprised that they're in first. They I think look like that they're figuring out yeah. a little bit. And like I said, you know, when this team gets going, there's no stopping them. Just like I said about the Red Sox, but now you know where they are. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's another story. But uh, <laughs> listen, listen. Don't let uh, them get hot. You wanted to. I'm going to say this. The one team that that always I'm o- have confidence in in the National League all the time. Dodgers. All they, oh, they're yeah. just a level of consistency Rock in the National solid. League. 84 and 44, absolutely unbelievable. Um, not going to lie. Um, in that division, I'm shocked that the Padres aren't a little. I know the Padres, we all talked about it. You know, maybe they were a little. They could have been okay. You know, they had with the Tatis injury, that really derailed them. You know, mm-hmm. they have Machado. They have all these. Hosmer, Kirby Yates. Yeah. Uh, and I thought they would be a tad bit better than this. I'm very disappointed with them, but I we weren't really expecting much. I, yeah, I think they could have been a 500 team. I see what Agreed. you're saying. Like they could have hit like 75 to 80. Looks like they'll be closer to 70 at this pace around. But you know, a couple of things didn't go their way. Tatis missed time before this injury. He had missed a few games. You know, next year I think is the year you want to start to see a lot of progress with the Padres. See them make that push to be like 80, maybe even over 500 team next year. They tweak up a couple of things to add some starting pitcher. It's, it's definitely in the realm of possibilities for them. Something else that stands out to me, the Nationals have been very good despite losing Max Scherzer for an extended period of time. And it looks like they're in the wild card race to stay. They have a one and a half game lead. And the Cardinals have been hanging around, too. We'll see if they can actually make it for once instead of just hanging mm-hmm. on. They always seem to do this. Like, they'll be in it, and they just fizzle out late. This is a big test for the Cardinals. They haven't made the playoffs in a few years. Goldschmidt is starting to hit a little bit better. So, I think it's going to be an interesting race to watch. This is going to be fascinating ball down the stretch for the National League. Also, the Cardinals aren't added for the division, either. They're only one and a half games out. I wouldn't rule that out yet. So... Braves, Braves and Dodgers are locks to make the playoffs. There's no questions asked about that. Although Washington's creeping up, only six, six games up, but I would still be shocked if the Braves don't make the playoffs win a division. I would say. So, I think that I might say I'm, I'm going to say Nationals, Mets, Nationals, Phillies. That's I could see that happening potentially. It's going to be something interesting. It could be all NLE's wild card. Imagine this. This would be one of the best wild card games ever, I think, if this happens. Well, I'm, going to, I'm going to set the scene for you. So, well, it's not going to be a city field, I don't think. But Nationals, Mets, game 163, Scherzer against the Grom. 
Boy, is that primetime baseball. Boy, is that a game that I will definitely want to be glued to the TV for. That yeah. How would that How about that for something? That would be great not only for baseball but for fans. That would be that, tremendous. That that pitching matchup is awesome. <laughs> um I do agree with you. The Do- the Braves are a lock and the Dodgers are a lock. Oh, Both yeah. of them, yeah. Uh I can see the NL East, the wild card game. I, I definitely agree with you 100%. I don't, uh, you know what, maybe the we'll see about the Cardinals. We'll see how they do. Brewers, Brewers up there, you could always get hot. Yeah. Um, in, the AL, in the NL West, I'm sorry. There's nobody making the wild card in that division. I'm no, so no, sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Diamondbacks and like and Giants, which we knew aren't weren't real contenders. That's why what the Giants did, the trade deadline was asinine to me. We knew this was going to happen. It was a fluke the whole time. And they're five and a half out now, so they're going to have to pay the price for not getting anything for their players. Exactly. Um and the Diamondbacks could have done more too. I felt like I agree. I agree too. They but, definitely could have. I mean, they did get rid of Grinky's contract, which helps them. But and speaking of that, let's go. Let's, let's, let's switch to the American League a little bit. I got some breaking news, sort of. Got an update to my phone before, and I really hope, really, really hope this is true. Severino Patances may be back mid September. Really? Dun 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 dun. <laughs> yes. That brings, that is music to my ears. Yes, you know, Severino, we saw him pitching off the mound the other day in a simulated game. They showed a footage on Yes Network. That would be a huge plus for us, especially since our pitching staff right now is so, uh, in my opinion, it's really uh, inconsistent. I think you agree with me. We definitely uh, need better uh, I'm just going to say this. Jay Happ is a complete train wreck. He's a dumpster fire. It's it's so bad. I don't <laughs> know why we spent $17 million. We talked about this this morning, Jules. Oh my God. It's, it's really baffling and mind-boggling, asinine, you name it. Um, in the playoffs, we're really going to have to, you know, we're 83 and 45. We're really going to have to figure out, and we definitely need Severino to play. And having Batances back is just loading up our bullpen which is the best bullpen in baseball, in my opinion, and arguably. So that brings music to my ears. That was a great uh, – I do like that. that yeah, news. so I found that out before the show, and that changes everything for the Yankees, and that bullpen gets deeper. And let me tell you something. If J-Hap touches the mound during a playoff game, I will completely lose my mind. Unless if it's in a mop-up role and he's the last <laughs> guy on the, on the mound. But he, if he starts a playoff game, this team is doomed. Jay Happ is an absolute train wreck this yes, season. Agreed. I don't know what happened from last year to this year. Ever since that Red Sox start last year, game one, ALDS, this guy has just gotten bombed. Yeah. And you want to see how badly – there's no stat that explains how – every stat you look at is bad. There's no outlier for this. There's no like, oh, his FIP is good. Like, no, there's nothing that says this is going to get better either. That's the no. concerning part about this. So he's 10-8 and eight because the Yankees hit a lot. His ERA is now well over five, five and a half, which is absolutely horrendous. <laughs> he has 105 strikeouts in 129 innings, so he's not even getting one per inning. His whip is 1.3, which is still pretty bad, but I guess not the worst. And then yesterday he goes out, he gives up four, he gives up four hits, five runs, striking out four, two homers, and this guy just continues to get bombed. It's it's disgusting those numbers, absolutely atrocious. You know when we got him last um, yeah last year, 
during the trade deadline, I really, and we re-signed him, I was hoping for, you know, we could get somebody like what he was for the Blue Jays, and we've got, in my opinion, I'm sorry to say this, this is the second coming of Sonny Gray, in my opinion. Yeah, I've been seeing that a lot today, too, and you know what, it's really a sad situation, you pay all this money, he pitched as well last year, so you're thinking you can, you found someone that could pitch in New York, he was 7-1 with a 2-6-9, I don't know where that pitcher went, he's gone, we're not getting him back, so I don't understand, it's really embarrassing that we have to keep trying him out there, but yeah. that's the state of the rotation right now, there's really no one else you can put in there to take his spot which is really sad and we've been using the opener with Chad Green which I'm gonna say which I never thought I would actually say this because I was never really a fan of the opener I really thought it was dumb when it started but we're gonna have to use the opener in the playoffs I mean it's been successful in the regular season but in the playoffs that's a whole different animal and a whole different ball game no pun intended but um it's um yeah it's gonna be a problem and you know we this is why we needed to go out and get somebody i'm not going to stress this but it really um mm-hmm. is it hurts. A, it's pro- yeah it hurts it's problematic and it honestly this could derail the our hitting could only do so much our mm-hmm. bullpen could only be tested so much mm-hmm. so we need the starters to be there if severino comes back this is a huge plus and it would definitely help our cause yeah. but jay hap starting in the playoffs and especially cc even though i i'm i applaud him for a great career i've loved him as a yankee but it's time to hang him up bro cc can't start in a playoff no game no this and if they have to we're this we're is why trouble. I'm suggesting the opener because of what you just said. Yeah. I would rather do the opener and piece it together with the bullpen than have those two start playoff games. Mm. And it's not an ideal situation. I understand why you're skeptical to use it, and I used to hate it too. But if one team could use it successfully, I think the Yankees can do it. Also, the Brewers made it very far last year doing that. They only lost Game 7 in the NLCS. They had several openers in their rotations. And um, the Indians, when they made the World Series... They actually really only had Corey Kluber and a bunch of the other innings were just like yeah. bullpen guys, like scrub starters. They're like Josh Tomlin going out there, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. It was bad. This is when like Carrasco was injured and then um, Salazar was injured. So they really had no one else. Bauer wasn't proven yet, I think. Actually, no, Bauer may have cut himself in the drone that year. Really? Yeah, you know, it's just, it's been done before, but no one, well, the Royals are the best example of a team that's done this. In 2015, they had Chris Young starting games, and yeah. they were still able to win the World Series. So it can be done. Is it improbable? Yes. Is it possible? Yes. And the Yankees can do it, I think, but it's not going to be easy. No, it's definitely not going to be easy, but I feel if there's a team that definitely could overcome this obstacle, it's definitely the Yankees. All the injuries the Yankees have sustained this year, what have they done? They turned it into 83 wins so far this year. They play with backups. We lose our third baseman, Urshela. Uh, I'm sorry, Andujar. Urshela comes in. He he turns into be a absolute stud. Uh, what else do we lose? We lose John Carlos Stanton, who's just nothing, been nothing but a glorified tin man all year. He's played only nine games, mm-hmm. um, and we're hitting so far. We lost Judge for a little bit. We plugged somebody in there, and we're still hitting. The biggest surprise for the Yankees, and we've said it, is Toutman. I think this guy's been yeah. a godsend for us ever since we traded from him from the Rockies earlier he's in the been, year. Yeah, he's been playing well. He had two RBIs again last night. Toutman's really been hitting. Also, like you said, Gio and, and Toutman have been the biggest surprises. Maven's been solid as well. The problem is the back of his baseball card is starting to show up a little bit. I don't know yeah. how much longer this can last. Yesterday, he struck out three times. His average is down to 301, which isn't really a bad thing. But 
like he's gonna regress to the mean soon. Yeah, Talkman, we don't really know what he is, so that's exciting. And Gio Urshela, the same thing. He's hitting 340 right now. The guy's an absolute machine. He just two more hits yesterday. I don't know what more to say about this guy. He just keeps getting it done. Also, Encarnacion and Voight were hopeful can return. Voight, mm-hmm. I think, started the rehab or something. Yeah. He, might, he might be the first one back out of everyone. I saw that too. Yeah, he's he's making strides to get back on the field, and that's a big plus. And getting an Encarnacion, the parrot, back because I've missed that. Yeah, I've missed, missed the, parrot. the parrot. So I feel that once they get back, we'll be okay. Whoa, listen. We've said this all year. All the injuries the Yankees have, the Yankees have been fine. Yeah, they're, the fir- they're in first place. They have argu- they're one of the best records in all of baseball. Yeah, and you know, right now they are two games up uh, of the Astros. I know okay. of the good update. Yep. So the one thing is, I think. The all that's going to derail the Yankees in the playoffs, and it still bugs me. Is pitching starting pitching? Yes, and it's always been a problem. And I don't understand why front office management Brian Cashman just can't get it done. You know, uh, the Steinbrenners. You know, spend the money, go out and go get some pitching. What we have now is not going to work in the long run. Next year, we have to go out and do something about it. Mm-hmm. And that's a great segue. And I'm going to be screaming for months about this. And yes. you will too. And the Yankees don't sign Garrett Cole. I will lose my mind. Uh, we should have had Garrett Cole. And if we don't get him, I will lose my shit. I agree. I'm just... Especially, I'll, I'll get so... The rant that you heard from me about Machado, that <laughs> will be about Garrett Cole. And that's actually more of a need than Machado was. But yeah. The thing is that I'm, I'm definitely nervous for the Yankees' chances because the way they operate now doesn't give me any confidence that they'll just throw paper at Garrett Cole. I mean, they should. I mean, if any... I, it makes sense. They need an ace pitcher. And I guess Luis Severino could be that if he returns to his health. But... Here's the thing with Seve. How much do we expect out of him? Is he even going to be able to start games? Or is he, are we going to get a couple innings from him out of the bullpen? I mean, if he's coming back mid-September, could he even build up in time for long playoff starts? I think at best, I would expect like three to five innings from him maybe. I don't think we're going to get the full Severino really. I'm just trying to think realistically about it. And you know what? That, That's good. It'll help. Yeah, you know, that, that thought you have is realistic, and I agree with you. Three to five innings is probably what we'll get out of him. I mean, I would love to. Ha- I'd rather have him pitch three or five innings or out of the bullpen than ha- not him have pitch at all. Yeah, so, that's true. Um, it's really a, a cause for concern, you know, as the as August. And I can't believe this, that summer's almost over. Yeah, it's crazy. It went too fast this year. As it always does. And, yeah. you know, it's September now as football starting, baseball playoffs are starting, and that, and everybody loves the playoffs in baseball. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, fall classic, That's this is what everybody wants to see. And we want to personally, we want to see the Yankees get back to that game. We want 28. That's what we're going for. Chase for 28, baby. Yep. We've been waiting. It's been 10 years since the Yankees have hoisted a championship. Canyon the Heroes, we want to come. We want that parade, baby. You know, that's what we've been waiting for. That's what we've been building up for. And the thing with Seve, 3-5. to five. Also, Herman's another cause for concern for me. He's had a great season, but you're starting to see him wear down a little bit. He yeah. Was not, he was not very good the other night. He also may have been an injury concern with Herman, and there's no probable starter where he was supposed to start on Sunday, so I don't know what the story is. Also, the innings limit, could this be a phantom injury that he's not really hurt and they just want to 
keep the innings down. And also in the playoffs, what do we expect from Herman? Do you think he's going to end up starting games? Do you think we could use him in a Seve type role, maybe three to five innings? If I was in the if I was managed, I would say the problem with Herman is, as I'm sure you could agree with this because you own him in fantasy. He's great the first two times through the lineup. He looks like an ace. But once you hit that third time, he looks like he can't pitch. Yeah, um, having him in Dynasty, which, thank you, by the way, <laughs> um, he has been an absolute stud this year. He's been a bright spot for the Yankees' depleted pitching staff. Um, I, I feel like, he, you know, he's really – he is starting to wear down mm-hmm. and hit that pitching – that innings limit but here's what i would do in the playoffs if i would have him uh it's tough to say yeah and and that stat which is a great stat by the way i didn't know that the first two times when he faces the lineup he's lights out the third time he just lights you up so honestly (laughs) that's a case i would i think we're gonna have to uh, it's so tough for me. I, I, it's rotations like a, yeah. Okay, it's like a jigsaw puzzle. It's like I've been thinking about this for weeks. It's like you gotta put a puzzle together, have a piece through the innings of each game, basically. Yep. Uh, like you go Tanaka game one, you oh. go Paxton game two. Yep. And then after that, it's really a lot of guessing games and it's a, a crap lot, shoot. A lot of like piecing stuff together. Like you could do Chad Green opening, then you go Seve, then you go Kaylee, then you go then you go Britain, then you go Patances now he's back, Olivino, Chapman, that could be a game maybe. Then one game maybe you try Herman and you try piecing together the, the other guys, maybe if it's an off day or something. You gotta strategize with the off days. Do so you have to hope Tanaka and Paxson can give you some sort of length because I don't know who else is capable of giving us any really Maybe Herman and Severino, but those are big. I don't really think Herman could get past the fifth inning in a playoff game, probably. Severino, like I said, I don't think he'll be built up enough to get past the fifth no. inning in a playoff game. So Paxton and Tanaka are going to have to eat up innings for this team. Paxton better put on his big boy pants soon because let's go, Mabel. What are you here for? you got to help us win the World Series. I agree. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead into that with Paxton as well. You... Big Maple, you were brought here with the intentions of being our guy. And this year it's been very up and down with you. You have faced injuries. I understand that. There's been times where you have been absolutely dominant. You are a strikeout pitcher. Um, Once we got you, I know Julian was very excited. I was excited as well. You know, here's the thing. I'm a huge fan. Yep. Of course. Yeah, the shirt, Big Maple. (laughs) So with this, he, he really needs to step up. And this is where he's going to prove that we didn't waste. This is where he's got to earn it. Yeah. This is yeah. where we got to you, you got to go out and earn it, brother. You, you know, Paxton has potential to be a guy that nobody wants to face. Mm-hmm. So you got to get back to that dominant phase that you were out there in um, – Seattle. So we've seen it before. Yeah, he we just have. needs to piece it together consistently. We got to see that. Red Sox this year, he was dominant against earlier in the season. Not when we went. Oh God, the Astros, he was dominant. So yeah, it's time for the Big Maple to step up. And speaking of that, he's got a. First of all, all right. Well, tomorrow we have tonight we have uh, Tanaka versus um, Tanner Roark. Tanaka nine and six with a four five. He's pitching better of late. Tanner Roark seven and eight with a four one. And I'm gonna tell you, I know this doesn't make sense sometimes, and people will be like, "Oh, you can't do this." But if you throw away the two games against Boston and London, and that game he got absolutely bombarded at Finley Park the day before we went up there, yeah, his ERA is like a full run lower. 
So you could take that for a grain with a grain of salt. You could take that for what it's worth. But to me, it just shows that I don't really think he's a four or five ERA. I think he's more of like a high threes, low four. Like agreed. I just think like he'll pay, he'll get to it in the playoffs. We know what he's done before. I'm not worried about him. He's like he's got to give us length in the playoffs. Like I said, he's gonna be a number one starter in the playoffs. There's no question about it. Of course. Me. And then like we said, Maple's got to follow him up. Game three, could we do a Herman or Severino situation? Maybe. Get, could we do Chad Green as the opener for a game? I could see it happening. So that's what's going on with that. Yankees need to avoid the sweep tonight. And now we get to the real race for home field throughout the playoffs. The Dodgers and Yankees. 83 if we are one game behind the Dodgers in that race right now. But good news, we play them this weekend. So... We got Paxton versus Ryu on Friday. This is going to be a huge, 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 huge test for the Big Maple. This might be one of his biggest starts yet. He's going to verse the best team in the league. We got to see what he's about. Cody Bellinger, it's a big-time matchup. Lefty-lefty should be a little advantage for Big Maple, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And he's got Max Muncy in there as well. Dodgers have a bunch of hitters. Ryu has been phenomenal. Could be the National League Cy Young. 12-3 with a 1-6. This guy's been consistent all year. No one's been touching this dude. He's a junk baller, but no one's hitting him. So... We're going to see what happens with that, and I can't wait to watch this series. This could be a preview of the World Series, like we were saying before. I think everybody wants the Dodgers-Yankees World Series, definitely. Oh, that's a juicy matchup. That's like the DeGrom and Scherzer matchup on steroids. You talk about a rating stream for the baseball major leagues. You've got Yankees, you've got Dodgers, you've got TVs all across the world looking at that. Exactly, um, and these te- these two teams are so evenly matched, in yeah. my opinion. I think they have the upper hand in starting pitching, of course. Oh, easily they, they but went before with us. Other than that, bullpen, we Yankees we Yankees them. hitting. I think it's a crapshoot. It's very very uh, balanced. It depends if let's check the Dodgers lineup for a second. But it really depends what happens with um, the injuries for the Yankees for me to say whose lineup is better because the Dodgers have a bunch of hitters on that team. And Muncy had a walk-off yesterday. The Dodgers have a bunch of walk-off wins. I think they lead baseball. You've got Jock Peterson, Max Muncy, Justin Turner was a stud. Bellinger, Seager starting to play better. You've got this catcher, Will Smith, who's coming in nowhere, hit like 12 home runs. And not even eight, and not even 100 at-bats, so that's their catcher now. Then you've got Taylor, who we know. He's the utility guy. You've got this guy beating in left field. A.J. Pollock, if he could ever stay healthy, is still with this team. He's been in and out of the lineup with numerous injuries. Then you got um, Dreco, who they traded for. So the Dodgers lineup is loaded. You got Muncy, like we were saying before. So this is a good team, man. The Dodgers have been in the World Series for two years. They're they're on the same level we are. All the teams do really World Series or bust. But you look at three teams that are really World Series or bust to me. Yankees, Dodgers, and Astros. Mm -hmm. Astros trade for Zach Greinke. They're all in. They're going to have a huge payroll next year. And they have one now, too, obviously. But they're going to have to let Garrett Cole walk, which is good news, hopefully, for us. But you know what? Those are the three teams that really, they're selling out to win the World Series. Which is why it's embarrassing the Yankees haven't got more starting pitching to help them in the pursuit. But they could win without it, hopefully. We're going to have to see what happens. What are you looking to see in the Yankees-Dodgers series? Any previews for October? Anything you think that can maybe set the tone for that playoffs. What do you what do you what's got your eye this weekend? What's got my eye this weekend is how we um how the hitting could get to the pitching of the Dodgers. That's my opinion. I think I if we could if we can keep hitting and staying high and 
at least our starters could be serviceable, not make mistakes, and our bullpen could be as dominant. I think that we could we could take this series and for a preview for the World Series, I think that that will be something everyone's looking at, especially uh I think the Dodgers don't here's my opinion, the Dodgers want to know, well, know that the Yankees pitching is garbage. <laughs> so I feel in a way like if they have a lead, they're in trouble. Because if the Yankees have a lead in this, in my opinion, I think our bullpen's strong enough to shut down those hot hitters yeah. of, of L.A. Yeah, here's the problem, like you said. You hit, you hit the nail on the head. The problem is you have to hope the Yankees starters don't get bombed so right. they don't have to be playing catch-up. But the Yankees can get off to a fast start. They can be in a good position. Saturday, we have CC pitching, which I am not looking forward to at all against the Dodgers. No. It's not going to be a fun situation, I don't think. Uh, I don't see him lasting too long in that one. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> and then Sunday, we have a situation because we don't even know who's pitching. So, will they open it with Chad Green? Honestly, that's probably a better look than CC pitching. So, we'll have to see how that goes. And um, let's we'll take a quick look at the American League. Then we're going to be on our way. So, um, let's check these standings out real quick. Yep, got them right up here. So, the wild card race is very interesting in the American League. Division's basically over. Yankees nine games up. Of course. Uh, Astros seven games up. The West is most likely over. The Central's very interesting. Minnesota and the Indians have been flip-flopping now. The Indians had gained the division lead, and they took it from Minnesota. But now they've cooled off a little bit, like you said. It's inevitable. You can't stay hot forever. Now Minnesota has a three-game lead. Wild card is very interesting. Indians are at the top of it, but Oakland and Tampa Bay are breathing right down their necks. This is going to come down to wire the wild card in AL Central, I think. I guess I'll ask. Those are the most interesting things. Red Sox six and a half out on life support in the wild card. How do you see this playing out? How do I see this playing out? Yeah. I see the Red Sox staying exactly where they are at third place. <laughs> I think the wild card game, and call me crazy, this is what's gonna, what it's going to be. It is going to be the Indians against the A's. That would be something. That And that game, well, I think that's going to be much-watch TV too because the A's, I didn't expect the A's to be as good as they are. The second half, the A's just take off. And, you know, we talk to Kyle about this a lot. <laughs> he beating us up the last two days. Uh, he, You know, man, he, he always, he said it, watch out for us. He tells me <laughs> about these guys who are sleepers. You know, I think this guy, uh, Piscotti, who I have on my dynasty team, he's a very underrated player, in my yeah, opinion. I, I pointed him out yesterday. Matt Chapman, of course, Chapman's is a stud. A beast. Um, Simeon's pretty good. Homer Bailey for them is doing well. Yeah, he pitched well the other night. Yeah. So we they, have Hendricks too. You trade for yep, him. Hendricks. <laughs> yep. So they have. I feel, in my opinion, I feel the A's could really be a dangerous team. I really do. You hmm. see what they've done to us. Yeah. And they got those hitters. Yep. That bullpen. Exactly. So. You know, that's my take on this. I think that, um, yeah, that's that's my take. It's going to be an Indians-A's wild card game. Okay, I have a different look for you, but I'm going to say one thing about Oakland, and we're going to be quick with this. Chris Davis has been a huge disappointment for me. I, yes. I expected way more out of him. Only 18 homers, around 55 RBIs. He's a 40 and 100 guy. He's nowhere close to that right now. Very surprising, especially in the year that the home run ball's up. His home runs are way down, so... That's something that... That's a red flag. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I did say he was my ex-factor yesterday. Of course, he wakes up. But, you know, the, I don't think... I'm going to go a different way with this. I'm going to say the Indians get the division still. The Twins get that wild card game in their building. 
And I'm going to say Tampa Bay takes Oakland's spot. Really? So I have a different vibe going for this. Okay. And I think that also would be the best case scenario for the Yankees because I'm sure you would agree with me that you would much rather play Minnesota or Tampa Bay as opposed to the Indians. Agreed. Or Oakland. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Uh, Yankees' best case scenario will be that. Unless the Astros get home field advantage and let the Indians in the wild card game, it's gonna a lot of stuff has to unfold. The American League, the biggest disappointment is the Boston Red Sox by far. No one's even close to them in terms of disappointing. It's it's so bad that they're considering listening to trade offers for Mookie Betts. Yeah, things of Chris Sale, big news. He might, he's not pitching again this year, most likely. He has to see Dr. James Andrews again in a few weeks, but he's optimistic he won't need surgery. We'll see what happens with that. And then the American League disappoint surprise team. You know, I I had Tampa in it, so I'm, I won't say them. Um, I guess Oakland. I mean, I'm surprised they're back. I thought they were kind of fluky. So mm-hmm. even if they don't make it, they're it's a good showing that they're here to stay. But um, yeah. So that's the American League look. What do you think? Final takeaways, I guess. Conclusions for the show going forward. What's some stuff people should be on the lookout for as the season winds down, playoffs? We'll be at the game on Friday in the Bleachers, yes. so you guys can check us for that. That'll be fun. And then we also might try to get to a Mets game in September. I kind of want to see what's going on there. That vibe's looking pretty cool right now, and I think it's something worth watching as they try to pursue the playoffs, so we'll see if we right. can get in there as well. But we're going to be switching the football a little bit, too. Yeah. So we'll be doing both. When playoffs come, we'll be plugged in for playoffs. So every game, especially the Yankees, we'll be right into. So this is going to be a fun time. We have a lot of stuff coming up. We have a bunch of stuff coming up. We are at a point where we are going, we are be going to a lot. be extremely busy. We have a lot planned. We have a lot going on. We're happy to yeah. bring this to you guys. We want to show, you know, we've been working hard planning this. Julian and I have really uh, thought long and hard about what we want to do. Yeah. So it's it's going to be exciting, you know, a bit. A bit uh, I'm not going to stay stressful because with sports, I feel it's not stressful when you're really doing something you're talking about and loving. So uh, we have to look out for with baseball is just, you know, I want to watch in base. In terms of baseball, one thing I think people should look out for is how the um, excuse me, how the AL Central is going to unfold. That's a big thing to watch. Yeah, I agree. and with the is how the AL Central and in the National League, in my opinion, is the wild card game. If if yeah. it's going to be an AL East wild card, so those are my two things yeah. that I think everybody has to watch out for. In my, it, it definitely uh, the Yankees have won, in my opinion won the division. Nine games up. I know there's a month left, but I I, I don't see a, a colossal collapse happening anytime soon. No, no, no. Um, you know, I think that <clears throat> everybody here is gonna see the you know the Rays can do some damage. Uh, the A's, Rays, A's. Um, other than that, that's what to look out for on baseball standpoint. But with that being said, with in terms of G and T, we're going to have a lot of content, a lot of new things, and we're very excited to bring it to you. Yeah, you said a lot of good stuff. I'm not going to say stressful, but it's going to be challenging. Let's yeah. use the word challenging because yeah. we're gonna ha- we're gonna be doing shows almost every day come the playoffs and football. And yes, all that. like it's going to be a lot of stuff. Like we really got to be ready for this, and we are. So 
the next thing we'll actually be doing is Jets. We'll be back out there at MetLife again on Saturday. We got Jets Saints. Starters should be playing around the half. Drew Brees will be out there. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to try to meet some players, talk to some players again. We've had some success with that this summer, which has been exciting. And we're going to be doing some tailgating. We'll be hanging out. Come hang out with us if you're at the Jets game. It'll be fun. And we'll do a halftime report for sure because the first half is the only thing that's significant probably in that <laughs> game. And then after the third quarter, we gone. Yeah, after that <laughs> clock hits zero in the third quarter, Julian and I are on to, uh, on to the rest of the night. So, yeah. yeah, like you said, we'll be at the Jets game on Saturday. We've got a lot of stuff to look forward to. You know, Drew Brees and, and company coming to town with that high-powered offense. Playing the Jets, you know, as you know, the Jets law. Well, I don't really need to get into it that much. They really look forward to, you know, Le'Veon yeah. Bell will not play, unfortunately. Right, that's so bad. we're going to have to wait till week one to see him. Oh, the wait, so, the wait, the wait. Yep. So <laughs> with that, we're his looking patience for. patience is still with that patience. Yeah. <laughs> his pace, yeah. So with that, we, we conclude with that as we're very excited to get to the stage of football, in my opinion, okay. especially me. Follow, subscribe, sponsor, sure. like us, yeah. share it. Also, we want to get people more involved, so hit us with questions about stuff. Yeah. Football season's going to be huge. We're going to be trying to get more guests and stuff. Maybe even have some players on. Yeah. That's so, a little spoiler. Yeah, yeah a little spoiler. Hopefully we could get uh, somebody we know playing on the Buffalo Bills right now, so we'll, we'll yeah. work hard for you guys to get that on tape. We'll see what's up. So um, with that, I do want to add real fast that I – with Julian is very very good on Twitter with his previews for the Yankees and he'll do that for the Jets I'm assuming um I will be doing that for my team the Patriots I I want to start that and Julian and I will both be in both of our videos I feel Mm -hmm. to get previews so like he said as he always says subscribe sponsor follow we we want to get everyone involved I agree with you Jules you said it very well and Yeah, so that's all we got. All righty. We'll see you guys soon.